1: our King He's given all that He can give He's given it
2: cherished listener, this devotional is taken from the book Everyday Blessings. We were made to live with God. If God is for us, who can be against us? Romans chapter 8 verse 32 God is for you. Your parents may have forgotten you. Your teachers may have neglected you. Your siblings may be ashamed of you, but within reach of your prayers is the maker of the oceans, God. God is for you, not maybe, not has been, not was, not would be, but God is. This devotional was written by Max Lucado and read by Dorcas Sevier Danso.
3: Welcome once again to your favorite youth program, Youth Corner. I am your host, Russell Mensah, and today we are continuing our discussion, The Balanced Life, Academic, Social, and Religious Perspectives. To discuss today with me, I have Mr. Nkrumah Edmond, Justice Brevinti and said. Gentlemen, you are welcome to the show. Thank, thank you very, thank much. very much. At our last meetings, we discussed the academic aspects of a student's life. We've also taken a look at the social and religious aspects. Today, we want to try to merge all these three and realize the significance, what it means to balance them, and what balancing these three elements will overall do to the student's life. Altogether, we want a student to come out of school as an excellent person, not academically biased, not religiously biased, but the person must have a balanced life such that he will stand out wherever he goes to. And so for that matter, we are going to start today by picking views of the panelists on how significant it is to balance these three.
4: Let's start today with Ben Justice. Well, and I want to take it from what he said. Now, Pali View, I know, concentrates on what they call holistic education, where you need to just really enjoy or inculcate all the three aspects the academic aspect, talking about the social, and then the religious. Now, when we really consider, if I should express it in percentages-wise, you should be able to give about 60% to the religion. Then you give around 35% to... The academics, and then five yeah, percent really? to your <laughs> social life. Yeah. So that is my yeah, right. opinion right. about okay. the whole. Thing. Okay. Because I believe, if yeah. I could still quote yeah. to support this, okay. the Bible says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all other things shall be added." The social life you need may not be the one you enjoy in your university education, but you may get social life after school. Your aim of being in school is to study to come out as a total person, a person who could be depended on, a person who could take up responsibilities, who could help build your nation. So if you attain all this, if you only attain it when you actually concentrate more on God to help you achieve that, then from there you realize people even use traveling out, maybe vacations and so on, as part of their social life. So if you are able to use your education to attain all this, by concentrating on God, you'll be able to go higher and you enjoy the rest.
5: That is to me. I always like how everybody you know, talks toxic fashion and all that. But it's all good. Now, I want to put things in perspective here. Ben says try to even put percentages into that. <laughs> like, I think that's a good exercise, but I want to stay away from that. But the point is, we are doing the balancing. If we balance, what happens? If you don't balance, what happens? Now, it's very important. If you train an academic, with all the A's who actually have all the knowledge, and I want to talk about the field of epistemology—that is the whole field of knowledge—the person can actually give you an area and all that. Well, we are in this country where we have so many professors. In fact, they said that in Africa has more professors than most continents. But what do we see, and if you train an academic just for the sake of academics, without any sound religious background, you have trained what I call a strategy. He will mess up things for you. And that's what we are seeing. You know, I don't need to be a prophet to tell you that. And you don't need to be one. Now, on the other side, if you just train people who, you know, they are just religious, but has no academic or social backing. Now, I've really quoted a message talking about Tiki first. I also want to give something. The same Bible says that we are in the world, but not of the world. What it means is the Christian is not living in his own world. The Christian lives within people. Non-Christians, you religious people we are supposed to make an impact on these people. And so if you can point your own world out there and live in it, and call that a religious world and live there, without any interaction with the social, we have failed. It breeds what I call hypocrisy. So you have two extremes. One creates tragedy, one creates what? Hypocrisy. And so a Christian who is not in tandem with this world will become a hypocrite. Because he wants to create a whole world on his own where there is no sin, where there are no people, where there are no issues to be dealt with, and runs away from problems. So you can go to a pastor's office, go to a faculty member's office, and say, no, 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 please, I'm reading my Bible. But there sits a student who is in need. What does that Bible teach you? Is it more the ascent of preaching the Word or doing what the Word tells you to do? When Christ came, of course, he was the greatest preacher of all time. But what was he doing? Was he was healing the sick. He was helping the needy. That is what we are called to do. Now, back to the issue. What can you think about? Even the food we take in needs to be balanced before you can enjoy whatever you want to take out. Can get all the big fat carbohydrate portion. Without the proteins, without the fat and oils, without the vitamins, you can't grow. So it is the issue of the balanced life. The balanced life is not for the benefit of society per se. I tell people the balanced life, first of all, is enjoyed by the person who is living a balanced life. Can you imagine what problems you save yourself with? With after training yourself as an academician, you are morally right with your God and with society. What we see, we cut down the number of social vices that are around. We have people who are in tune, people to help humanity grow together, not just yourself, because that's what religion is all about, helping yourself and others. It's very important. Now, you also have intellectually trained, and so you can think and think right. And for me, there is no bargain or negotiation, as I put it, when it comes to the balanced life to have a wholesome life in this world and the world to come. We need to have a balance. I need to balance the social. I don't want to give percentages. But the okay. point is, you must find a way of balancing the religious, then social, and then academic. I, I can understand why Ben just says so much. What what no, no, no. We are saying the same thing. We are saying the same thing. But the point is, the reason why we must concentrate so much on the religious has to do with the fact that religion will actually impact the other two. In fact, most students who are very academic sound Yes, you can have students who are academics, but not religious. But yeah. it stands that those who are really religious, truly religious, not hypocrites yeah. or pretenders, normally tend to do well, well in the academics. The and I can look around my school and I can tell you that look at those guys who normally go for the first classes and all that. Look at them. You know, they are religious back and you realize that they are men and women who normally are in tune with their religion. You can have a few exceptions, but usually, you can okay. see the other but that I
4: think I said with. Yeah, okay.
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've heard these contributions about how necessary it is to balance these three elements. Unfortunately, we couldn't hear all the views of our panelists. And so join us again at our next sitting. I have had with me today Ben Justice Brebinti, Hojoan Saidu, and Edmund Inkuma. My name is Russell, and the show was produced by Kofi Hellman. Thank you for listening to us. Bye bye.
2: is a special announcement. Starting from the 26th of March 2017 to the 28th of October 2017, our new frequency for our summer broadcast would be 11880 kHz. Thank you.
0: For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233-208704532 or plus 233. Two four four two three five zero one seven, or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, PO Box AF 595 Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback.
6: Thank See the Seigneur, who redeemed my soul from sin. With extended hands He'll bring me, when the saints go marching in. When the wind, the saints go marching in.
2: Is the moment of truth.
7: Dear listener, welcome to the moment of truth. I'm your humble servant, Odrubrai Texan, from Valley View University, level 400. I share with you the word of God, caption, Be born again. Be born again. Let's have a word of prayer. Father divine, we thank you this time. We commit ourselves into your hands. We pray that may you take absolute control. Help us to understand and become the doers of your ways. In the mighty name, Jesus, have you prayed. with thanksgiving. Amen. The key test is carefully taken from John 3, John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. That's There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. According to the writer of one inspirational book, Desire of Ages, page 168. Jesus bent his eyes upon the speaker as if reading his very soul. In his infinite wisdom, he saw before him a seeker after truth. So Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. This man was a strict Pharisee and prided himself on his good works. He was widely esteemed for his benevolence and his liberality in sustaining the temple service. And he felt secure of the favor of God. He was startled at the thought of a kingdom kingdom too pure for him to see in his present state. By virtue of his birth as an Israelite, he regarded himself as a sure of a place in the kingdom of God. He felt that he needed no change. Hence his surprise at the Savior's words. He was irritated by their close application to himself. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. In fact, from the Desire of Ages, page 174, there was no excuse for the blindness of Israel in regard to the work of regeneration. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, as I had written, we are all as an unclean things, and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. David had prayed, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And through Ezekiel, the promise had been given: a new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you an heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my status. Amen. As Christians, it should be our motive to yield towards being born again. But we must also bear in mind that we cannot by our own strength do it. He who is trying to reach heaven by his own works in keeping the law is attempting an impossibility. There is no safety for one who, who has merely a legal religion, a form of godliness. The Christian life is not a modification or improvement of the old, but a transformation of nature. There is a death to self and sin and a new life altogether. This change can be brought about only by the affectional working of the Holy Spirit. The new birth is a real experience in this age of the world. This is the reason why there are so many Perplexities in our Christian homes and surroundings because so many who assume the name of Christ are unsanctified and unholy. They have been baptized but they are alive. Self did not die and therefore they did not rise to newness of life in Christ. After receiving Jesus, we are supposed to be empowered to become sons and daughters of god john chapter 1 verses 12 to 13 says that but as many as receive him to them give he power to become the sons of god even to them that believe on his name which were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man, but of God. Amen. We cannot inherit the kingdom of God, with the old nature, born of blood and the will of flesh. Never, for this will show that we are in Christ. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen says: Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold. All things are become new. So therefore, if it is examine, let us come from all unfilthy ways. Let us shun away from all works of the evil and give ourselves to Christ. Let us eliminate good Christ-like characters in our communities, wherever that we found ourselves. If through cross-examination of ourselves, we still find some of these acts among us, then may the Lord strengthen us to do away of these acts. And if, by God's grace, we are able to remain focused to Him, may the Lord keep us still by his side to continue to live righteous before him we we'll thank the lord almighty for this ways that has come to us may he add his blessings upon this ways and help us to be to become the doers of this ways in jesus name have i prayed and request amen
0: Thank you very much for staying with us once again. You can reach us on +233208704532 or Class 233 30 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio, Ghana, P.O. Box AF595, Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback.
2: is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2017 to the 28th of October 2017, our new frequency for our summer broadcast would be 11880 kilohertz. Thank you.
0: I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hands be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.